0: Somebody help me give God a praise in this place. Come on, help me give him a praise in this place. Hallelujah. Every head bowed, every eye closed. God, we love you. We ask that you would have your way. Speak to us, speak through me, but let the words of my mouth, the very meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer, in Jesus' name, amen. If you're able, would you stand on your feet for the reading of the word, Luke chapter 19, Luke chapter 19. Verses there begin in verse 28 and we'll read down through verse 34. When he had said this, he went on ahead, going up to Jerusalem. And it came to pass when he drew near to Bethpage and Bethany at the mountain called Olivet, that he sent two of his disciples, saying, Go into the village opposite you, whereas you enter, you will find a coat tied on which no one has ever sat. Loose it and bring it here. And if anyone asks you, why are you loosing it? Thus you shall say to him, because the Lord has need of it. So those who were sent went their way and found it just as he had said to them but as they were loosing the coat the owner of it said to them why are you loosening the coat and they said the lord has need of him amen do you do me a favor look at somebody real quick just say neighbor, neighbor. you got what he needs You may take your seat. You got what he needs. Some time ago, most of you would realize, and you older ones probably know for sure, Freddie Scott wrote a song, You Got What I Need. (laughs) That's old days. Oh baby, you got what I need. You got everything I need. You're like medicine to me. Oh baby, in a world of salty tears, so afraid and full of fears, so glad you saved me, dear. Whew. You brought sunshine to my life. Things were wrong, you made them right. How did you do it, dear? oh i'm thankful every day that you came my way and i hope and pray that you'll never ever go away oh baby you got what i need well now freddie was older and smoother and he come from that era when music had rhythm and sound and Words could be clearly understood and enunciated and spoken, and you knew them, you felt them. It made knees shake and hearts break. But years later, Biz Marquis picked up on Freddie Scott's hit and made the Beast lyrics famous with the rap sample, Just A Friend. Some of y'all might remember it. couldn't resist. (laughs) What's interesting is that each one of us have found times in our lives when we knew that other people had what we wanted and or needed or had the ability to supply it. And it looked like many times we want to ask for it. Reach out and get it. Say, this is my need. Can it be fulfilled through what is in your possession? Can what you have make me to the next level of where I need to be? Whether it's lyrical, whether it's funny, whether it's romantic, that thought that another individual possesses within themselves something that you need comes to mind for all of us. But what is really lost on us many times is that what we have, God desires. And so this morning it's not Freddie and it's not Biz Marquis, it's God. And if you don't mind oh baby you got what he needs and you say that you're his friend and you say that you're his friend oh baby you got what he needs if you say that you're his friend you say that you're Here it is. Palm Sunday morning. Stay with me for a moment. Palm Sunday morning, the day that Jesus would make the triumphant entry into Jerusalem. But it can't happen unless some people do their part to make it happen. Or we get to the ending and we love the ending because in the ending of the story, Jesus comes riding in on the donkey. They spread their cloaks over. They drop the palms in the middle of the street and everybody celebrates. It's wonderful. It's perfect. It fulfills scripture. It does exactly what the Old Testament prophesied it would do. It fulfills all the requirements of a person who is a king, who is a priest, who is Lord. Everything is in line now to set up for next weekend. But it can't happen unless some folk do their part. See, see, some of us fail to realize that we don't have to be the lead in the show to make the show work. But if we fail to do our part, the show can fall apart because you didn't do your job. And sometimes you think that what God has laid upon you is trivial, but God has need of each of us to play our part. And sometimes I've got to get out of my own way. Lester, you look at somebody and I say, neighbor, Neighbor. your own worst enemy enemy. is sitting in your seat. Would you get out of your way? Oh, I'm preaching it here already. This is hot y'all, listen. Jesus has to set things up. And if you read the text, as I've read it to you twice this morning, if you read the text closely, Jesus looks at his disciples. Look at real quick. At verse 30 and 31, he simply says, go into the village opposite you, where as you enter, you will find a coat tied on which no one has ever sat. Loose it and bring it here. Stop right there. I want to give you this first point to hold on to that urgency precludes pleasantries you and your hypersensitive self always have to have somebody beg you do something please would you thank you so kindly I love social graces. I, I believe in social dignity. I believe in the dignity of work. What you have to realize is that sometimes when you have a job to do, there's no time to be talking about, would you please hand me that ratchet? We have work to do. If you are getting in put, paid for a job, you should not have to be told, please drop the French fries. You put the fries down. Listen. It is amazing to me how hypersensitive people have become now, and think that everybody's trying to slight them because they don't lift them up. Every now and then, people come up, uh, Bishop or oh, Reverend or uh, Doctor, no. Whatever you call me is all right. I'm not going to get sensitive if you don't say Reverend Dr. Elder Bishop on the blue side. Prop. Listen, all those titles mean is that you went to school, you did something, and you got out. If you got a PhD, you just got piled high stuff. That's all it. Is. Listen, you've got to realize that what Jesus said is, go to the town, find the coal and get it ready for me. Y'all stop right there. I'm not begging you to do anything. I'm just going to tell you like this. True discipleship means following his commands. I could go home there. I've already preached my sermon. Ready to leave. True discipleship means following his commands. Whatever the Lord wants me to do, I'll do it. Wherever the Lord wants me to go, I'll go there. Listen, when I grew up, we used to sing that song. I'll go. I'll go. If the Lord needs somebody, hear my Oh Lord, send me I'll go i I'll go Recognize that urgency precludes pleasantries and, and, and he tells us to like give them a command. This is a command to do, not a conversation to be had. With this is not open for discussion, and and I know, I know, I'm I'm offending somebody. You young people, listen to me real quick. Sometime when your parents tell you stuff and it comes in command form, it's because discussion is not necessary. You, you, don't watch too much of this liberal TV because you think all you, I got rights. Yeah, you got rights. I got rights too. I got a right to keep my money in my pocket. Just because you may have a right to live under this roof does not mean you have to have the best of everything in this house. You don't have a right to the car. You got a privilege to drive a car. I'm, I'm trying to give you this from God now. Listen, listen. From God's perspective is, yes, you have the right to say no. But would you really dare? Preach Watts. I'm going to. But the second thing in here, notice now, Jesus, verse 31 says, If anyone asks you why you're loosing it, thus you shall say to them, because the Lord has need of it. Hold that need idea in your mind. So verse 32 says, So those who who were sent went their way and found it just as he said to them. But as they were loosing the coat, hold on, they went, they found the coat, as they were loosing the coat. Did y'all see something missing in here? Huh? They didn't ask for permission. (laughs) Because union precludes platitudes. See, I've lined myself up with him. I don't have time for a bunch of small talk right now. They're in union with him. They've been given a command. They're on a mission. No small talk. I've been sent to do a job. I've been given an answer. The answer was to be given if prompted by the right questions. But until I get that question, I'm just going to keep on doing what I'm supposed to do. His word is my command, His will is my desire. I live to serve and I serve to live. You don't always need to go talking to everybody, telling everybody your business. Notice the disciples did not tell everybody what their assignment was they didn't start having a whisper session I got a big assignment today y'all better watch out I'll be back in a little while with my donkey no they got on their way to do their job because when God says go you've got one choice go yeah they're loosening the coat ah ah West, they shoot you for horse stealing. You could be hung for taking somebody else's animal. Uh, Because, see, they counted wealth by the animals that they had and not just the cash they had. So that you had some. Wealth, if not only you were blessed to have a donkey, but you've got a newborn, a colt that nobody's ever rode on, which means that there's some prosperity in your doorway. And now somebody come up and grab your stuff. Now, this is the best part of the sermon, so don't go to sleep. Because I want to make an argument here. Verse 33 says, But as they were loosening the coat, the owner of it said to them, What y'all doing? And I'm sure he probably said it with one hand on a knife. Now, modern days would have been he had some other form of destruction. It's like, what are y'all doing? That's mine. That's mine. That's that's mine. Uh, Important now. Stay with me It's important. What are you doing? And when he asked the question, they give the answer Jesus gave them. Now look at verse 34 gives the answer. What Jesus told them to tell them, that's what they tell them. And they said, the Lord has need of him. Stop it, hold the press. Wait a minute. Let me put my glass back on so I can see and hear. Okay, okay, okay. The Lord has need of him. My donkey? Why don't we have his own donkey? You need a donkey? You can buy a donkey. Wait a minute. Okay. Y'all ain't got it yet. There's no clarification. There's no, no laying out the facts. Why are you taking my belongings? The answer is the Lord has need of it. Now, hold on now. If need could dictate all action, then lawlessness would not be called lawlessness. It'd just be called life. Because everybody would go get what they wanted. Because just because you have a need doesn't mean you get to fulfill it at my house. You walk up right up to the gas station and say, I have a need for gas. They'll look at you and say, We have a need for money. Need doesn't seem to pull this text together. Y'all, y'all better stay with me. And so I want to I wanna begin to wrap this sermon with this. I contend here that unction precludes pause. Unction precludes pause. For those of you that don't know what unction is, it's, it's the move of the Spirit. Stay with me for a moment. You have to realize that something other than what was said must have been going on. Because what was said was insufficient for the situation. You can't just tell me, I got a need so I'm going to do what I want to do. That's insufficient. I wanna suggest something deeper here. And here's where I want you to weigh your anchor and I need you to stay right here. When you leave here, I want you to be thinking about this part right here. I contend now that something on the inside resonated with their request. That when they said it, something felt right about it. Now now remember now, this this is the beginning of the major festival of the Jews. So J- Jerusalem is packed with a lot of people. You people could be taking your stuff and carrying it back into the in di- places where they live. So he doesn't know what's going on. But when they spoke, they had to either recognize them, which we have no indication of, or recognize the master, which was a common phrase, or, or something had to happen, and I contend. That something deep within resonated. Okay. Okay. I want to walk down somebody's street. Because there have been too many times in your life when you have felt and known the still small voice. There have been too many times in your life when the inside of you tried to tell the outside of you what was right. There have been too many times in your life when you have tried to silence the inner voice that God was trying to speak because of your outer experiences, but God was trying to speak to us, and sometimes God speaks to us through our felt senses, and in the midst of the experience, when we feel like this should not happen, all of a sudden we sense the pain peace of God in the middle of it. And if you ever want to know where God is, God is always in the middle of the peace. If you want to follow the will of God, follow the peace of God. When you have peace about a thing, you can start realizing that God is somewhere wrapped around it, doing something spectacular for somebody. You got to tell me the truth. Every time you commit a sin, every time you do wrong, you know you messing up, you know you don't feel good about it, you know you're worried about it, you know you be crying after you get done, but when you know you're doing something right and it's what you're supposed to be doing, you have such a joy, such a peace, such a happiness. You look around and you're smiling from here to here. You need to learn how to follow the peace of God because where the peace is, there God is moving by his spirit for a greater work than you could do yourself. See, here's the problem. Here's the problem. We don't want to follow the peace. But where the peace of God is, where God is moving in your life, and all of a sudden, the storm clouds can still be there. The thunder can still roar. The rain waves can be coming by, and you could feel like, I don't know how I'm going to make it. But when you know you're in the midst of God's perfect will and His peace overshadows you, there's nothing that can move you no matter what you're going through because God's peace puts you in the cocoon of God's will. And all of a sudden, you don't know how, but you know it's all right. I close now. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. See, somebody came today to get this in your heart that the thing you keep running over, the thing you have to give yourself liquid courage to push aside so you can do what you want to do, the thing you have to talk yourself into doing because you know on the inside. What's going on isn't right. What you're talking over, what you're trying to drink or smoke past, what you're trying to elevate yourself above is God inside of you. And the still small voice is not outside of you. You're not hearing things, it's inside of you. Because when God created you, he created you and he gave you just a little bit of himself. So that whenever you wanted to phone home to glory, you could phone home from the inside because you had a little bit of something of God on the inside. So when God created you, he breathed into man And woman, the very breath of God, the Ruach of God. So each one of us became living souls, and I am alive because of God. And all I need to do is keep looking for His voice because God is still trying to speak to me, trying to lead me, trying to guide me. Let me give you this look at somebody said, neighbor you got what he needs God's trying to use you not for your glory nobody may never know your name nobody may never speak about you but what you do builds the kingdom of God let God use you Let God use you, let God use you, come on give God a praise, come on give God a praise, come on give God a praise.